the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Hope your Saturday's off to a great start wherever you're tuning in from. This is going to be a really fun hour. Um, we have a tech report, and I imagine it is going to be dynamic given that Harmony was in Silicon Valley last weekend. Yeah, that, so that I cannot wait to uh, hear Mark, about all Mark of and, the meetings. Mark and Tim Cook were so great to me. I can't were they? tell you. Oh, it was just great. Are you going to let us know where you guys were partying or who drove? Some things have to be Tesla were you in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's coming up. And then at 1230, Kim Douglas is joining us with some um, aging tips, aging gracefully, going through menopause and realizing that it's okay to actually talk about it. And there are some products to help. So we're going to talk to her and maybe get a little dish on uh, what goes on at Ellen um, later in the hour. But it is that time in the show where we take your questions feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071 you can also email us by going to mytalk1071.com click on the shop girls page or hit us up on twitter at alley shops at harmony kaplan um sandy sent in a great question i'm super curious to get your answer and then i'll give mine okay um so sandy first of all says she loves our show thank you sandy we love that yes um she said she she was recently wearing pants and with booties um but she felt like her pants were too short but then when she put on a longer pair of pants she felt like they were a little too wide it's kind of like you know goldilocks trying Mm -hmm. to find just the right fit so she said help what width should the bottom of the pants be to complement booties and how close should they come to the booties i know you can help me really she does uh well i you know it, it confused me a little because i feel like first of all unfortunately you need different boots for different pants mm-hmm. very often sure and um i you know, you sometimes wear your pants shorter than I do. Yes. I like my pant to kind of... You like a break. You like a full length. Yeah. Yeah, maybe partly it's being short. I don't think you need to cut yourself off even more. And I like when the pant comes over the boot. I sure don't want you to see any leg between the I would boot. say the exact opposite. Exact well, opposite. I don't like the way that looks. Maybe when you wear that's short, like <laughs> an age thing. Maybe it um, is. I I think that um, it's funny. I was actually just looking, um, and who, what, where did a guide to how it girls are wearing their? Are you pants saying I'm not an booties? it girl? A little bit. Oh. So and and kind of the one consistent theme is a, a hint of skin. A, really? A little, yes. Wait, yes. with the pant full on the bottom or straight well so this is what i was gonna say first of all i don't think that i wouldn't a full pant and a booty is is not what i I mean i i feel like a cropped pant works better if you want to wear an ankle boot that comes up a little bit yeah i think it works better to have something that's cropped unless you're wearing like a a skin tight leather legging that is like when you're saying elongating when you're saying cropped 
Are you still, I mean, a cropped pant can be sort of full or it could be straight. Yeah, like a straight leg. I'm not saying like a bell bottom. Okay. You know, I mean, if it's something that is really full at the bottom and there are many pants like that being shown right right now, that's then, yeah, I mean, it comes over. But if you're you're talking about something where you're going to show the booty, um, I, I think there are two ways to do it. I think a slightly dressier way is for the pant to skim the top of your boot. Yeah. I think it works well, especially if it's kind of a monochromatic look and you're going for that and you want it to look really sleek. But I think having a, a little hint of skin or of a fun um, sock, I think that's what you see more of. I think if it's a straight leg pant, I think if it's a skinnier jean that you're rolling up um, or if it's got yeah, a I, little bit of a flare. Okay. Now, the one cautionary thing that I would say, it looks fantastic when you see you know, six foot tall exactly. models in a in a in a jean that flares out a little bit with a combat boot or an ankle boot. You've got to know what works on you, think, but a little bit of skin. I think you 100%. have to take into consideration how tall you are. I also think age makes a difference. It depends on the kind of thing you're wearing. I think if it's a more sophisticated look, I think that having the can't skim the boot looks better. I sometimes, you know, how they used to, what did they call those pants when people wore them too short? Water, what do they call them? You know, when the when you didn't, yeah, I forgot what the word is. Floods. Floods, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, water. I, well, it, it had something to do with water. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I think that that, that just, it doesn't say sophisticated. I think Maybe the, it depends if you're going for a more casual look or more sophisticated look, and I do think it's your own style mm-hmm. and what you're comfortable in, too. I don't think there's a definite right or wrong. Right. Um, but I think generally, it, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to be intentional about what width of pants work best with booties, and I think if it has a little bit of a flare to it, it's going to look shorter if it, it's going to look better if it's if it's cropped. If it's, if it's full length and it's like a boot cut or a flare, it's just... I, I just feel like it doesn't look right. I, I'd rather wear that with a heel where you're going to see a little bit of your the toe. skin there. Oh, yeah. Or, um, or a cute little, you know, flat, um, like a little loafer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. uh, I don't know if we you can decide whose advice you want to take, but I would say, Sandy, that um, there there's a, a good guide. We could maybe even post it to um, ways to wear the modern ways to wear your slightly cropped pants with boots. Now, one other look that is I mean, you got to be willing to go there, but sort of the next iteration of our athleisure as as you're you, you're noticing a lot of pants that are gathered at the bottom. They're dressier pants, but they still have that little bit of like jogger style to them. I'm wearing some today. You are? Yeah. They're jeans. I won't ask you to lift your leg up above them. I could do it, Allie. I can do it. Um, Anyway, but you're seeing some that are even maybe a little fuller than what you're wearing in like a dressy material, almost like tucked in to an ankle boot with a heel. Oh, yeah. So it's a look. There's a lot of new pant styles. I feel like, you know, they're really where we were all wearing sort of the same thing for a long time. Mm -hmm. 
I think skinny. No, we were yes, all doing skinny. Absolutely. In everything. And then there's just so many more choices. But if you right notice, now. you know, I was looking um well, Mary's online with a question. I was just gonna say that I was noticing that any website you go to with jeans, even though they're showing more straight leg or even flared styles again. They cannot dispense with their skinny jean. Too many women are just not willing to give it up. And because so they, they still want the big tops them. to wear with them too. But maybe why. and to tuck them into boots and yeah. everything else. Mary's on the line with a question. Hi, Mary. Hi. When you were talking about the pants being short, that was called high water. Yes, high, high water. water. High water. Yeah. Thank you, high, yeah, Mary. Yeah. 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 That, that's if it. Have, if the pants are short, like you can see skin. Right. For us older people, it makes it look like we're shorter. Yes. If the pants yes. go into like the boot, it elongates the leg. Yeah. I get it. Yep. I get it. I hear you. Mary, I hear you, Mary. Mary. She doesn't always know what she's talking about. <laughs> she's younger than us. Right, right. That's the excuse. Well, I guess if you're old enough to think of them as high waters, then maybe you don't want to show a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to continue showing it. My mother can continue giving me snarky looks. Yep. I really don't care. Can you see your mother in army boots? I don't, but she has a very cute sneaker collection. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling, Mary. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Did she, I'm sorry, did she ask if you could see me in army boots? Yes. Yeah, that probably is not going to happen either, is it? I couldn't take the time to lace those up. No, they are a little complicated. But there are some more elevated versions coming out. Some very designer versions that, Mom, you might like. And it might work well with your leg brace from your (laughs) injuries and things like that from your big football. We'll think about it. Football accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, um, Steve Jobs' daughter... I'm mm-hmm. just going to kind of lead us right into um, the tech report by telling you that Steve Jobs' daughter, Eve, made her runway debut I didn't during know she was Paris a model. Fashion Week. Yes. I don't think she is really a model. I mean, um, that's not her main thing. Well. She's an equestrian. Yes. But um, I don't know. For whatever reason, they wanted her and she walked the runway and looked very... Uh, very model-like. You'll, be, su- you'll very... be surprised to know that she um, goes to Stanford. I'm not at all surprised <laughs> to know that. That was a joke, Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's good to just, you know, quickly just jet off to Paris to appear in uh, a... She was in the Dolce & Gabbana show, was it? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. Dolce & Gabbana show. Well, like Heidi Klum's line... daughter was in the, in the Dolce & Gabbana show. Um, no, I don't think that she was, she, oh, Cooper, Cooperini women's wear, right? Wearing shorts, flats, and a skin tight kind of lime green top with what looked like a mock turtleneck. Yeah. Did that look really Paris fashion to you? No. Well, you know, it kind of does, but I suppose I I would say cautionary tale. Don't do it. (laughs) When we get back, we'll get into the tech report. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. You know what time it is. 1217 Central Time on Saturday. It must be time for some tech news. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. 
I would love to talk about what I saw in Silicon Valley, but I have been sworn to secrecy. Is that right? So um, I'm going to go with some local news to begin with, because Mm -hmm. I think this is interesting. I've talked before on the Tech Report about robots that are taking the place of people serving food. Yes. That that has become a thing. Mm -hmm. We now have the first restaurant in the Twin Cities that is doing this at the Thai restaurant Sawadi. Mm -hmm. Um, They have got... Robots in the dining room. These robots, so that you can become friendly with them. They're called Didi. So you can say, Didi, over here, please. Um, all of them. They're all called They're Didi. all called Didi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, you know, don't get them mixed up. But, you know, obviously they have been having trouble, as so many restaurants, in staffing uh, the restaurant. And this is giving them the extra help they need. Uh, they're at the Minneapolis and Maple Grove locations. And... The co-owner said that it's really a good idea because they can't get the staff that they need and it frees people up to really interact with the customers because the, the Didi's the first known robotic food runner and busser in operating in a Minnesota restaurant. And the whole idea is it's designed to go back and forth um, to the kitchen. They can bring the food back How and they forth. They bust the tables. Yeah. The robot knows how to do that? Didi's very smart. How would you feel if you're at a sit-down restaurant and a robot brings your food out to you? How do you, how, how Well, are you if I've been able that? to that way spend more time with my um server who is worried about, you know, what I want and if I have special requests and all of that mm-hmm. and they can spend that time with me then I'm fine with it. I don't, why do I care who actually brings the food? I don't know. You say that, but I wonder, I wonder. Really? Take you there for dinner. We'll see. You know where else they have these same, I think it's the same brand. These robots are at the airport. Right. And you you know, this all started with the iPads to order. You know, I mean, they've been going this way of, you know, cell phones, um, iPads to view the menus and all of that. And this is now, I mean, the Star Tribune had an article and, and they said that in Minnesota, the hospitality and leisure industry has been hiring, but remain down 40 thousand workers wow. or 14% from February of 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's really something that they need. The other part is that these robots, which are made by Bear Robotics are 30. They cost the leasing is $33 a day or about, about $4 an hour. And so obviously, you know, this is a benefit to them in terms of cost. They don't have to pay benefits, mm-hmm. you know, all of those kind of things. You don't so have to tip them. That's right. Mm-hmm. You could just tell them to drive carefully. Right. So um, anyway, but that's that, kind of they, there's certainly a novelty factor and fun. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I guess people would rather because you see a lot of restaurants right now that say they can't seat you and then they're empty tables. Right. And the reason is because they don't have the staff. Exactly. And so if a robot can make it exactly. possible to get a table faster. Yep. So, great. OK, Allie, this you know how I love 3D printing. I don't oh, I understand know, it, I but I do love it. And have you ever even seen a 3D printer? Oh, I've seen pictures, but I've never <laughs> seen one in action. Okay. But this is so completely unbelievable to me. There are now 11-foot-tall 3D printers making houses. They're build, they're printing houses. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So they are doing this um, by, they build object layers by layer by layer from a digital file 
And it's this is expected to grow exponentially during the next few years. Um, the 3D printing market itself is folk, is forecast to be worth $55.8 billion by 2027. So what they do here for the houses is they have a printer that uses concrete, foam, and polymers to produce full-scale buildings. And the real estate industry is getting kind of warmed to this trend. Um, they built, there was a firm that built a 3D printed house in Riverhead, New York this year for $299,000. And that was supposed to be the first, they said it was the first 3D printed home for sale in the U.S. But they are doing this. There is a, a company called New Story. And in Mexico, there is an area where people are really in living in shacks and have nowhere to live. And they are building Towns, 500 homes are being built by this new story, which is a nonprofit organization that is trying to come up with solutions for housing. And so they are building these homes um, and they're calling this the first the world's first community of 3D printed homes. And Hmm. I, I mean, it's just fascinating to me that this is going on. The 3D printing market grew 21 percent. Last why, why do you think you're so obsessed with 3D printing? Because <laughs> I don't understand how a printer, yeah. you know, I print papers. Right. I print different, different kind of machine. And it just different amazing materials. To me. Yes. Right. I think I think maybe you're you know, the printing word is what hangs maybe you up because that's what you're gets thinking me. of your little you know, my Canon, little Epson, HB, no, my right. little Epson, Epson printer. You got an Epson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it, these are bigger machines. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. And this, uh, this printer the, for the houses in Mexico looks like a massive soft serve ice cream cone. And there's layers of lavacrete, which is their kind of concrete mix that they pour. And they pour them one after another in long swirls. And the printer's actually controlled by a tablet or a smartphone. And it only needs a few workers to complete a home in less than 24 hours. Is that crazy or what? Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I'll keep you posted. How about the electrical and the plumbing? Can they do all of that in under 24 hours, too? Maybe not. But it frees them up to do those things. I see. Okay. I see. Um, The other thing, and we've talked about it before, Facebook had such criticism from lawmakers as well as just you and me and normal people mm-hmm. uh, about their plan to develop Instagram for kids. Yeah. And right now they didn't say they're not going to do it, but they've put a pause on it. Right. Uh, they're reevaluating the situation, which it's supposed to be for ages 10 to 12. And I think that they are realizing that there are many people who think this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if they will eventually still go ahead with it. Mark didn't give you any indication last week. Mark is livid. Mark cocktails. is livid. Is I mean, this is one more way for him to make money, you know. Right. So, you know, right. wants to get him early. Well, at first they were saying they're going to do it. They didn't care. They, yeah, they didn't they care about all now. the haters. Now they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I've got lots more news, but time is up. Maybe so you'll let goes. me say something else later. I Maybe. have some things about home goods, and that might be of interest to all of our listeners. Okay. Good tease. Thanks, Thank Mom. You. We'll be back with more Shop Girls and Kim Douglas next. 
Adventure. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Um, so, mom, I w- think I told you a little bit about this line that I'm kind of obsessed, obsessed with because it's one of those like, why didn't anyone think of this until now? Right. It's a former Target executive, no surprise there, and it's called Womaness, and it is Sally Mueller who left Target to stop this. She started having hot flashes, Mm. as one does. She started, you know, the moisture isn't what it was, (laughs) there are skin changes, and she thought, why is there no line on the market that is devoted to me, and that is cool? I'm still cool, even though I'm beginning menopause. And so she started this brand, Womaness. And the biggest brand fan in the world, and she has the platform to talk about it, is... None other than Kim Douglas, who you probably know Love from her. Helen right. um, and various other appearances. And she's joining us now. And we are so delighted. Hi, Kim. Hi, you guys. Allie Harmony, how are you? When are we going shopping? Oh, this week, lady. Get yep. over here. As soon as the show's done. <laughs> I've already packed. I've already brought a, um, a empty big suitcase. Smart. So I want to fill it with Good all move. my Minnesota finds. Okay. For sure. For sure. I'm yeah. sure you'll. I'm sure you'll find some. And of course, you're always on the lookout for like the craziest, coolest, most hilarious yeah. products. Of course, for Ellen, where do you find all of your products? Oh my gosh! If you guys only knew, I literally <laughs> beg, borrow, and steal. Sometimes I have to do sexual favors. I'm just kidding. I mean, you wish. Good for you. Yeah, I, I wish. You're right. We are talking about menopause. So, I mean, you're right. No. But you can still be hot and cool, like Sally said, and, um, and going through it. But I really do try to find them everywhere. I scour the Internet. I also have this really big kind of... Um, uh, literal Rolodex of people oh. that are just a little offbeat in, in their creation. Sure. Like they want to create these wild, fun things that nobody will buy, but they want to create them for themselves, you know? Yeah. Right. And I'm like, you're just what the doctor ordered on the Ellen show. <laughs> right. Let me tell you. Kim, the let crazier me, the better. Kim, let me ask you yeah. one question before we talk about menopause. So when you are on Ellen, and I mean, I laugh myself silly watching all the things that you do. Is she aware of what you're going to do? Is she in on it or is she really in the dark till you come out with all this stuff? I'm so glad you asked that because a lot of people really don't know and they're kind of like trying to figure it out. Right. Like, do we rehearse this? And does she make that funny face? And do I say this? Here's the honest to God truth. My hand to God, Ellie and Harmony. If you were here, you would see me. <laughs> My hand's in the air. Um, this is the truth. Ellen barely sees me before we go on the air. We I say hello. Yeah. How are you doing? You know, yeah. she doesn't know anything I'm doing except the concept. Obviously, if it's, you know, in November, it might be like, you know, Thanksgiving sure. fines. Or if it's in summer, it might be, you know, pool fines or whatever. So she gets an idea that, okay, if I have a funny joke about summer or hot or pool, she might be preparing that. And again, I don't know. I'm not in her head. Right. But she does not know the product. She doesn't know what I'm going to say. I don't rehearse anything either. <laughs> it's really, you know, improv. It's and- really... 
yeah. my improv background with one of your own Minnesotaites, uh, Stu Sandberg, who I met at Second City out oh. here. She was a Minnesota gal. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yep. you know what? That's so, why anyway. it works so well, because you can tell yes. that, that you're just yes. having fun with it and going with it. Well, and I mean, what higher praise to you than when you can make Ellen laugh, right? Oh, I mean. it's my it's my motive in life. I mean, <laughs> because, you know... She really is. She's really, really a funny, funny girl. Yeah. And I know, and probably the audience does too, when she's really laughing yes. and when she's, when she's um, intrigued or she's just kind of tickled. Right. You know, she's always tickled with things. But when she really laughs, like with Andy Lassner, when yes. Andy does his stupid things yeah. and everything, <laughs> um, we, just, we just crack up and we really – and you know what I'm finding now, you guys – I'm really finding that the audience is much more, much like your audience and everyone listening to us today. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, you know, they, um, they're they much more savvy mm-hmm. than a lot of the marketers and producers give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. They know. Mm-hmm. They know when you're faking it. Yeah. They know. So, Kim, menopause is your latest challenge what that you're taking ever. on. What a funny <laughs> subject. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Exactly. I know, right? But yeah. it is I mean, so... I, why have we not talked about it the way we do other unpleasant and uncomfortable things? Why do you think this is new? Like erectile okay, dysfunction. So, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anybody uh, talking about that. So here's the deal, or at least not going on national television to do segments about it. Um, here is the deal. So I'm sure I'm a Midwestern girl. I'm from Michigan. And I don't know about you guys there, but in L.A. or Hollywood, so to speak, nobody ever wants to talk about their age. You never, 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 never tell your age. And if you're a woman, you really never tell your age. So, um, you know, it's like I don't understand that. And I'll tell you where I'm coming from. And the age thing ties into menopause. So I went through, as you and Harmit, you both probably know, I went through a very, very difficult health journey where at the top of my game, when my life seemed perfectly charmed, mm-hmm. I got hit with um, stage three breast cancer. Yep. Yeah. Got both my breasts removed, got chemo for 18 and a half weeks, mm. lost all my hair, eyebrows, eyelashes, and then got radiation and burned the heck out of my entire skin. So mm. after that, you guys, having a 20-year-old son at the time and a husband who's quite a bit older than I am, I just literally was praying and begging God every day for just another year just sure. to be alive. Right. So my, yeah. So my perspective on having a birthday and telling your age completely shifted. Mm. And I was like, I don't understand why these ladies in Hollywood will not tell you their age. It's a, like, if you're still here, you're, the alternative is you're underground. So yeah, right. I don't, you know, I don't understand. And I also feel you guys like it perpetuates what we're doing to the young women in our society mm-hmm. where we all know what social media is doing to them. They wake up in the morning, they see all these girls in their perfectly filtered bikinis where their waist is pulled in by two inches and their thighs are non-existent and their <laughs> face is, you know, blemish-free. And all of our young women are comparing themselves Absolutely. to that. Absolutely, right. 
right? And all you're doing is deteriorating and deteriorating their sense of self-esteem and self and worth. So if we as the women before them, the wise women, if you will, in the tribe can say, hey, I just turned 50 and you know what? Life's not over. It's really great. Hey, I just turned 60. And guess what? I'm an empty nester. And when they say your life is over and you have no value, I'm starting a new company. I'm Sally Muller. I'm I'm Michelle Jacobs. I'm doing something that promotes women, empowers them, and says it's just another chapter. All you're doing is turning the page. It's, it's, It's mother nature. It's God. It's it's just part of what we're supposed to go through. I love their, um, the, they use the womaness on their website. They talk about menopositivity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great, great way. Thing. Yeah. It's cute. Of course, we do have to acknowledge that what is ahead of some of those young women with their photoshopped True. bodies is night sweats and vaginal dryness. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to do about oh, that, Kim? <laughs> Well, so here's the deal. I don't think that every woman goes through it the same. No. Now, I know some women that didn't even know they were going through it. They're like, oh, my God, you know, things are feeling a little bit different, changing a little bit. But they weren't like, oh, my God, my life's over. So, you know, here's the great thing. There's so many new things out there. So for like the night sweats, you know, I have all kinds of tips for women uh, consisting of things you do for 100% free all the way to products from Woman S. So here's some of my tips. Number one, did you know that taking a shower, we all probably take a shower in the morning or after our workout, but um, if you take a shower at night right before bed, kind of a, a lukewarm or cooler shower, it lowers your entire body temperature. So when you get in bed, your body temperature's lower and you're not gonna have the night sweats oh. in the same capacity as tip. you did if you took the shower. Yeah, in the morning. Also, um, having a little piece, 3.5 ounces of dark chocolate every day. Oh, love it. Yep. With menopause symptoms. I think I um, could do that. I, yes. Yeah, we can do that, right? <laughs> um, green tea is really great for uh, kicking up your metabolism so you don't get that menopause um, for just keeping your immune system up so you can fight a lot of these symptoms. And then, of course, this line that I am uh, an ambassador for and a partner in the company, Womaness, is available at Target. It's very affordable. I believe every product is under $40. Mm. Um, so you're certainly not going to break the bank. And I keep at the side of my bed, gone in a hot flash, which is like an Evian spray. Mm-hmm. You know how you'd see oh, women sure, that's setting great. their makeup with the Evian. Yeah, but it's got special uh, essential oils and special ingredients in it, all hormone-free, gluten-free, soy-free, and fragrance-free that just kind of cool you down. So I keep it by the side of my bed. And if I'm watching Dateline with my husband and we're in bed or whatever, and, you know, all of a sudden I feel a little hot flash, I'll just spray that and it smells good and it feels good and it cools you down. And there's just so many things that we can do. The entire line has everything for you from that crepey skin. You put this body lotion on. It's called The Works. And my arms get a little bit crepey if I'm wearing a short sleeve dress. Or does that work? Women it really helps? It really does. It really does. It moisturizes, hydrates, and it helps with that crepiness. And here's the kicker, Amy, Allie, and uh, Harmony. I uh, never want to 
use anything with hormones because right. the cancer I had yep. um, in, was estrogen driven. So there's a lot of estrogen in different products that mm. we all need to look out for. So you never want to um, put anything on your body that has estrogen in it. And the works doesn't. That's a good so tip. Okay, good yep, tip. That's important. Um, wait, I also heard Susan was telling me that you are a big fan of eye opener and that's a good product for women in their 40s oh, too, good. even pre-menopause. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah. This, I mean, half of this stuff, I, I'm not kidding you. Like, my son has a beautiful girlfriend. She's 22. She loves the work. She, you know, I mean, you can be 20 and have a little bit of ripple. In you, your don't, you don't have to wait like, for menopause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just if you don't want uh, cream that's hormonal on your body. So for your daughters, your nieces, your sisters, your whatever. And then the eye opener is for everyone, ladies. My husband, don't tell him I told you. We won't. Gary Douglas who was on The Young and the Restless and played John Abbott for 40 years. Um, you know, I'm always like, hey, your eyes, you have a little bit of dark circles there. Put this eye opener on. So what we do is we just put, it's a little under eye cream, and then it's got this um, silver kind of cooling little um, tube that you run across your eyes. And ladies, you always want to go from the outer corners in. Really? And try to use as little pressure as possible using your uh, your ring finger because it has the pad is the the lightest thing. Oh. So you just don't want to ever, you know, pull Did not or know that. I thought you go from the inside out. No, I do the outside in. I really okay. do and because I smile with my eyes and yeah. the outside is really I really have all of those but that's okay. Yeah. Those are smile lines. As long but we as you don't need to it. accentuate them. Right. Yeah, we don't that's need right. to accentuate them. We <laughs> can just kind of soften them a little. It's all about just carrying yourself with confidence. Right, Kim? Right, isn't it? Absolutely. Yep. Well, it really, truly is. So good to talk to you. My talkers oh, are going to get to... I adore you guys. We're there. Well, tell thank me you. What, it's mutual. Tell me what the hottest thing... Before <laughs> you go, tell me the hottest thing I have to buy in Minnesota. Tell me, where do I go? Oh my God. Uh, Probably some boots. We'll we'll hook you up with some really good sorrels. Yeah. Yeah. Winter's around the corner. Yeah. Uh, You know that from Michigan. Uh, Lori and Julia, I know you're going to be on with them a little later in the week. So more Kim Douglas ahead. And until then, we'll check out the products. We're glad you're feeling good. Great talking to you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you both. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see you when I get to Minnesota. Okay. We'll look forward. To it. We'll be waiting. Right, it's actually so going to be warm this fun. week, so bring your spray. Oh, bring your spritzer. Oh, good to know. Yes, <laughs> I will. Okay. I will, my darling. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll be back to wrap up Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. We're wrapping up the show, uh, but we still have a little ways to go. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. I want to be friends with her, with Kim Douglas. I think we are. Well, yeah, but I mean, I want to be like, you know, BFFs. Okay. I want to really go shopping with her. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you arrange that? (laughs) I'll I'll see what I can do. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, I just love this story that I came across about Macy's. You know, Macy's flagship store is in Herald Square in New York, and they've been there for 60 years or whatever. And I guess I never even realized there's this big billboard that kind of wraps around i always thought it was on their building but it's literally next door and it says macy's the world's largest store well apparently that is actually a billboard that is not part of their store and they're having a little problem now 
because it's always in the background, like when the Thanksgiving Day parade is going on and all that, they're suing to block Amazon from advertising there. Oh, funny. They don't want Amazon basically next to their store. I don't blame them. I don't either. And but they, I, do they control that space? Well, no, apparently they don't. They had a contract, though. Yeah, yeah. And so they filed a lawsuit in um, New York State Court against the billboard's owner. Mm-hmm. And they claimed that the negative impact of allowing a direct competitor to promote itself from a block that has long been associated with Macy's yeah. would be immeasurable the damages would be immeasurable oh macy's so it'll be interesting to see who wins that one maybe macy's should put that money into like some cleanups some yeah products, but they are doing better hiring. things are okay. better right. okay, so i'm just to... saying okay but i hope that macy's wins because i think it's wrong too you do i do interesting yeah okay. i don't think that's nice well, I mean, it's obvious why they're doing it. It's, well, of course it's obvious. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, we're not done with masks yet. I no. mean, depending on where you're going, what you're attending. We're far from I done. mean, we were just in California and there. It's like, you you wow. you can't go anywhere without you a mask. It's very different there, than here. Everywhere. Yes. Uh, but anyway, there is this mask. We've talked about it before. It's Jennifer Garner's go-to. That's oh, their claim yeah. to fame. It's sold out 15 times, but it's back in stock. And so if you're looking to stock up again, which I, I kind of I have to say, like I had kind of stopped buying them and then you lose them or they get gross well, or whatever. Yeah, you, you need really, to replace. them. Yes. And you really need the the throwaway run. So more right. protective. So this is a brand. And the reason Jennifer Garner and we like what Jennifer likes, um, the reason she likes it is because they're they're disposables, but right. they look a little stepped up. Yeah. They come in colors. They're not the surgical blue and they're not just plain black either. It's called mask, but it's M-A-S-K-C. M-A-S-K-C. Um, and they have deep hues for fall, plum, chili oil, Arctic dust, moon mist, and pink tint. Right. And you can buy uh, big packs of them, and they're the good kind that like fit where you can adjust the nose thing. Yeah, which is important. Listen, if they're good enough for Jen, oh, they're good enough for I us. I trust so her. So just totally. letting you know, they're back in stock. Do a little search. It's shopmaskmaskc.com. A 10-pack is $18. So can you find cheaper? Yes, you can. Yeah. But, but they you know, won't be those beautiful it's colors. It's going to be on your face. Yep. So think yeah, about everybody's that. Everybody's looking at it. Yes. Okay. We have some events that I want to tell you about and a couple quick steals and deals. So let's do that. back out you're probably realizing there are a lot of places you haven't been in a long time one of them might be gallery 360 in south minneapolis i know and they have an opening reception tonight it's happening tonight saturday night um from 6 to 9 p.m and it's a new um kind of architectural wall sculptures and engineered jewelry Mm. really like interesting three-dimensional pieces and it's all by a local artist dan Danny um, Sathoff, 
really bright and colorful. Totally your kind of thing, Mom. And What time um, is this happening? It's from 6 to 9. 6 so to 9. Want to pop Anybody in, can go. Pop in before dinner, after okay. dinner. It's fun to say we're going to an art show. We're not just going to go eat pizza. First, right. we're going to get our culture on. Yes, absolutely. So do that and shop locally. That would be a fun thing to do. And if you can't make it tonight, you could still obviously go there and um, check them out. Um, and then I was just going to mention a couple quick sales. So this is a gift. This has become kind of a go-to. When you want to do something local or with a flavor of local, you know about Gold Belly? Yes. Okay. So it's it's become, it's not cheap. No, but it has become a go-to yeah. gift when I'm sending, especially to someone out of town and you want to do something other than flowers because... You can get the person something from their market or from a favorite. Maybe they grew up somewhere. They love a deep dish Chicago pizza. You can order that. Yeah. It's food from all the different places, including Minnesota. Well, they are doing a 30% off promotion. Ooh, Almost unheard of. That's a good so deal. October is the time to send gold bellies. What can you get Check from Minnesota? Do you know? Oh, there's all kinds of oh, brands. Okay, which cakes okay. and all, all okay. kinds of things from here. Yeah. So check it out. Gold belly. You, uh, it'll become your new go-to. Too. Okay. Good. To know. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on Shop Girls.